should affect our snowshoes. What? People do that? You know, fun fact, not only is it the oldest, but remains one of the most effective means of traversing the ice. Wow. Yeah, you're gonna fit right in at Beaverfield. Everything here is a little... <laughs> questionable. Ranger! The people. The weather. Everything. like you just seen a corpse. Well, the roads are out. And something's wrong with the generator. Which generator? All of them. Can't get on the internet! Uh, also, there's a dead body under your porch. Holy! Ah! Probably a wolf. What are you, like a wolf detective, Mel Marcus? Who knows who? Or when? Gotta kill next. I think we can all agree that it's unsafe outside and there's safety in numbers. Out of curiosity, who is packing? Well, we're having a good old-fashioned sleepover. With guns, though. With guns, yes. Everything about this predator is unorthodox. It's not human. It's not a canine. It's one of them. One of what? A what? A werewolf. How could it have gotten in here? Oh. How did they get out? Who says it got out? <laughs> Maybe. I'm a werewolf. Maybe you're a werewolf. Maybe you're a werewolf. You're a werewolf. You're a werewolf. You're a werewolf. Are we really in a Mexican standoff right now? Baby, don't say Mexican. Just standoff. You know, we're probably just gonna head out. We just, just pull it. Oh, yeah. That's right. Please, I don't know. No, 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 no. Just, just try. Hey, you go ahead. Please, don't spare oh, me. Oh, please, please. please. Please don't bother the lock. Me. I oh, my goodness. Myself. I could have gotten it. Watching 30 movies. I'm back doing 30 podcasts. This is the ninth year of movie month. Please listen all June. All June.
Day 13 of Fans Not Experts Movie Month. Because it is the 13th day, I thought I would do a movie that is spooky, maybe about vampires. But instead, I did a movie that had elements of spookiness, but was at heart really a dark comedy, a fun movie, a movie that's been on my radar for a little while. I'm talking about from 2021, Werewolves Within. This is a small movie, um, but with a lot of recognizable faces, a lot of comedic actors and actresses that you've seen in things. There's a guy that I was like, why do I know him? Oh, he was in Boardwalk Empire. Someone I saw in Orange is the New Black. Uh, there's a woman on there who's in Stranger Things. She plays Dustin's mom. She's in Orange is the New Black as well. Um... There's a guy that I've seen, a guy I've seen in American Horror Story. All, I, um, there's Guillermo from What We Do in the Shadows, Har, Harvey, I don't know his, his name, Harvey Gutierrez or something like that. Uh, but the star of the movie, the stars of the movie, I'm going to get her name wrong, uh, Mariah, the AT&T, the, the, she's the girl in the AT&T commercials, and Sam Richardson, he is the star of this movie. Uh, for me, I've seen him in a ton of things, but he really got on my radar uh, in Veep. I think he's in that After Party show. Is that a show that's on now? But Veep is the show that I was like, he, he came in. I don't think he was there at the beginning. And he came in, and you, you never know when you bring in a new char- character. And he was immediately incredible. His, his, he just has this way about him, this, the way he talks he talks, he, he talks and talks and talks and he like nervously talks and he, his delivery is so just perfect. So funny to me. I, I realize now I'll watch him in anything, you know, in Veep, he plays like a, a political aide in this. He plays a, uh, a, a, a park ranger, uh, in the wrong place, in the wrong town at the wrong time. Um, I feel like I could spoil this movie it's a weird thing because it's it, there is a mystery. It's a who done it, and it's a are they crazy? Is something happening? It brings you through you know um, a night where a bunch of people in a small town uh, end up getting snowed in for a for a while uh, in an inn, and things start happening. People show up dead, uh, and you start to wonder who. Is doing this? Is there is there something out there doing this? And they start to suspect a werewolf, but they're like, no one's getting out or getting in. That means there's werewolves within the inn. Get it? Werewolves within. This is a movie that was written. Oh my god! I already, I already screwed up her name. Her, the the woman who wrote it, her last name's Wolf. I mean, it was it was born to be. Marina Wolf. Maria Wolf. Marina Wolf. Um, she. This is the only movie she's ever written. I think she's a writer. She's a, they, she's classified as a humorist. I think she's written books or essays, maybe does podcasts. But as far as I, IMDb is concerned, this is the only movie she's ever written. And here's the crazy thing. 
this is like the first small, I feel like the first small movie that I've watched all year. I finally watched a small movie, small budget, small box office, uh, with, with not a, you know, the Hollywood A-list of actors, great performances. Um, but it is a very small movie and yet it is based on previous, um, IP. It's not a wholly original movie. You know, I think the only wholly original movie that I've watched is The Atom Project. I think. Everything else has been based on something or a part of a franchise. And I guess when you say something's based on a book, it's that's not really... There's so many books that get turned into movies. That doesn't bother me. It's, or I'm saying it bothers me, but that... It almost is like a, it counts differently when you, something is based on a franchise or something. I don't know. My point is, this is based on a video game. And I think, what? This doesn't feel anything like a video game unless it's a role-playing game with strategy and mystery. And I think that's what it is. The game. I looked up the game. I think the game said it's in like uh, like a mid medieval times. And it looked like there was a werewolf and maybe a Dracula on there. So... I'm thinking they take the they took the basics of the story of the mystery and adapted it into this dark comedy, which um, is just the perfect movie to watch today. I give a little kiss, a little chef's kiss, uh, because a I was up way too late last night working on my Stranger Things podcast, and then B tonight I'm going to be up late watching the Celtics again in the finals, the NBA finals. It's still happening, so I said I want a movie that I want to see, but I want a movie that's under two hours. And this hit the spot. I checked my list. Boom, ninety six minutes, and then it's including credits. Uh, it's it's it it is the perfect movie. To, for a quick, enjoyable, um, you get some jump scares. You get many laughs. I laughed out loud multiple times. Um, you get some gore. There is some. There is some gore in this horror movie, um, or this horror comedy. Uh, but you get it compact, not stretched out. Wonderful. So the story is: this guy is a park ranger. He is. He is in town to oversee. The possibility of a pipeline being put in um, by this natural gas company. We see some people in the town are into the gas. Some people are not into the gas, um, the, the the pipeline being brought in. Some people realize they can make a lot of money off of it. Other people don't want their land being there. And really, that's just the excuse to get, these, to get uh, him as an out-of-towner into town uh, with a bunch of... Weirdos, just weirdos as an eccentric. Um, you have the this woman who who crafts. She's very, um, very like weird and quirky. She's got her little dog. She's got her husband. Her husband seems like he's a cheat. You got this weird couple who are um, like mechanics and very much like they're like the redneck people. Uh, and they're they're kind of dumb. But they're a married couple. You, you got them together. You have, uh, um, I can't think of that guy's name, but he's with the guy from What We Do in the Shadows. So they're the, they're the rich gay couple for, that, that moved into this town and just looking for like a, new, like a nice, quiet life. They run a yoga studio. Uh, and then you have the guy 
who represents the gas company trying to get everyone to to buy. Um, there's a there's a guy who lives on the outskirts of town who's like the like the 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 hermit who you don't really want to deal with. So they put all these people all these people become uh, suspects. Oh, and you have a doctor who's in town studying the environmental stuff is what she says she's studying. But really, it turns out she's studying uh, these deaths and disappearances. I think if I got that right, I think I, I think that's everybody. Oh, and then you have. Um, Melina Weitraub, I'm, I'm sure I'm getting her name wrong. She is. Uh, she lives uh, at the inn with the innkeeper. I mentioned. I forgot to mention the innkeeper. Uh, she lives there, and she is like she's the mail person. She's the mail carrier, the letter carrier, whatever, whatever they're called. I used to say mailman as a kid. You can't do that anymore. Not because it's wrong, because it's not just men doing it. Well, it's it's also incorrect. They're just just postal worker, whatever the hell it is. I don't know. I get things wrong all the time. Here's the thing. Well, nope, nope. So yeah, she's she's comes into town. Her and Sam Richards. So Sam Richards. She's been in town for a while. Her and Sam Richardson, Richard Richardson, hit it off immediately. They hang out, but he's kind of hung up on his his girlfriend, who he doesn't realize actually dumped her, dumped him. Um. And I thought, oh, we're going to find out that the girlfriend is actually behind the deaths or anything, or uh, the whole time. Really, it becomes a who done it. They lock themselves in. They get trapped in the house because of a storm. Uh, they're like, let's just stay here. There's no power. Uh, the streets are terrible. Even though they all they all live nearby and they all leave later on because they don't want to be around anymore. Uh, and even while they're in the house, people get attacked. Uh, one guy we find out is is. A few of them are not quite what they they seem, uh, and you you don't. Hmm, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything, but I'll say that it's not one of those psychological movies. It tr- okay. From here on out, I'm fully spoiling it. Okay, you've been warned, and um, I'm just giving you this warning. Give you five more seconds to take your phone and throw it into the woods. Five, four, three, two. Spoilers are going to come now. This is not a movie that is one of those uh, psychological films where everyone thinks there's a wolf. And really, there is no wolf. It's just uh, somewhat like... I thought for a while we might get that. We might get the... Um, there's never been a wolf. It's just someone who is, is, is the killer. And they actually kind of give you a misdirect for that when um, the woman who's, who's like the crafter ends up killing someone uh, because I, I think because she's, well, she's, she's cuckoo and her husband was attacked and her dog was killed. But it all, um, like she just snaps. So there's, that's actually a separate thing. But it all comes back to, yes, there actually is a werewolf. Yes, we actually get a transformation to a werewolf. All spoiler. And here's the thing. Um, I didn't suspect her. I actually at one point thought it was Sam Richardson. They actually teased that for a second. But they, when if you watch it again, knowing, the, the, knowing what's actually going on, you can see it flipped around um, the different way. Oh, I'm tired. See, this is what happens when I stay up too late. The postal worker, the AT&T girl, one of the main stars of the movie, 
is the werewolf. I told you I'd spoil it. I think you should watch this movie. I hope you watch this movie. If you didn't watch this movie, and and I just spoiled this for you, um, I, I gave you enough warning. I gave you plenty of warning. And, and shame on you for not wanting to watch this movie because it is a fun movie and it's an, it's a breeze it is a breeze uh it's it's on showtime right now so if you have showtime go watch it there i don't ifc it's an ifc films that's the independent film channel when i first got uh when my wife and i first got direct tv this is like bordering on you know not quite 20 years ago close because we moved out of that house in 2005 uh, oh my god i'm tired we got DirecTV. I got this was the predating the days of holding um, your, you know, having everything streaming and on your phone. I had a DVD recorder. I bought a DVD recorder uh, that I could plop a DVD in and record things off TV, so that I would take that DVD recorder, then put it in my portable DVD player and watch shows on the train going to Boston, going to work. I would do that every day before, of course, the advent of, uh, of of streaming and downloading. And I remember you could get some really good movies would be uh, through IFC, through Independent Film Channel, like high-end quality, uh, well-critically acclaimed movies. So it's just like I haven't watched IFC. I couldn't tell you if it's still a channel. I couldn't tell you what channel it's on on, on Fios right now. But it holds a kind of a special place in my heart because of that specific memory. So when I see a movie that's like a comedy with werewolves, but it is an IFC film, I think, oh, I think it automatically gives it a little more credibility. And that's like nowadays when I see a horror movie that's by A24, I'm like, oh, there's something more going on there. Same thing, IFC still has that with me as well. Like, oh, this might be something worthwhile watching. Um, and it is, it is, I've laughed, I laughed plenty of times, mostly because of Sam Richardson, but, but other characters maybe laugh too. Actually, the one, there's a moment in the film where the guy bumps into a, uh, a, a bells and he just quickly says, oh, um, you know, Angel gets, he didn't say Angel gets his wings, but he said a comment like that. And it just felt so like rolled off the cuff. Like he just did it on the whim. It just made me laugh. It just felt like it wasn't planned and it was left in. That's that could be completely wrong. It just could be a great performance and a great line. Um, but that's how it felt. You know, little things like that. Uh, and then again, Sam Richardson. I think was it? Did he say "Heavens to Betsy"? He saw like all these generators mixed, like uh, ripped up, torn up by uh, by the werewolf. The turn, you know, they shut off all the electricity. And he goes over to it and he goes, "Heavens to Betsy." Then he goes to the other one, and he says it again. Heavens to Betsy! I said, "Yes, that's, this is this is good. I like this because um, he, he is an overly nice guy. He swears, and then he apologizes, and then he says effing instead because he's so upset. Like his performance is just perfect. I, I need to just seek, seek, search out everything he's in and watch it because he's that good. Um, directed by Josh Rubin, and I said, "Why do I know that name?" And I looked it up, and I clicked on. It, and I said, "Oh my goodness gracious!" He used to be part of College Humor, which I don't even know if College Humor is a thing anymore. It used to be a thing where I think at one point video podcasts were so much more 
before like you could stream everything on your phone even I feel like well even even a while after that video podcasts were something that I watched a ton of on like my iPod touch so I, you'd subscribe to College Humor and all their videos instead of going to YouTube they'd go or in, not just going to YouTube they'd also get downloaded to you for a podcast um, CNET did that forever and they just recently stopped and that's how I watched CNET constantly was through their, their podcast stream so that kind of blows um, but College Humor did that too they did skits they had a lot of um, it was like an independent skit company or co- co- comedy company that did things like um, uh, something in a mirror I can't think of his name those were funny a bunch of just um, like actors came out of that Pete oh god I can't remember his name Pete something he came out of it <laughs> I'm really good at this anyway I remember like in his IMDB it shows a bunch of um, college humor things and I remember him being in them and I remember him I, I acting and performing in them and it's just cool when you see something years ago that all of a sudden you're like oh um, you know, like they're doing things in the actual, well, I shouldn't say college humor isn't in the actual field, but they're, they're doing like movies too. Like that's, I, it's like a jealous, jealousness of a guy who never made a movie or, uh, who just talks in a microphone for, for, for a hobby. Um, but I find that very, very cool. I think I'm done. You know, this is a shorter movie and it's a shorter podcast and I've done shorter episodes. So, um, Werewolves Within, I spoiled it, but I warned you. Yeah, so I hope you've seen it. Or, or even if I told you everything, I, I still think it's worth a watch because it's just fun and it's quick. I hate to say the movie's quick, but but I, by that I mean it's a when I say it's a breeze, I mean it's so easy to watch because the the people on screen are so likable and enjoyable. The mystery and the and the who done it is just uh, light enough, but re, but in, but um, enjoyable enough, like to you know it pulls you in. And the the comedy and the horror and the uh, the gore is it all mixes perfectly. Uh, thumbs up. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. So um, that's it, my friends. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. You can find. Oh no, there's a full moon. I'm I'm change. Okay, I'm not changing. Uh, I did want to say one thing. So my friends and I went on the rail trail yesterday, and we in this guy. He is, uh, is he 48 now? He is a grandfather of now two. Um, he just had a, a granddaughter, a, ba- a little baby granddaughter. He's been my friend since I was 40, since I was three going on four years old. So we've been friends for almost 40 years. Um, and we had a conversation of, would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? That's basically where we are in our, in our maturity. He's coming over to watch the Celtics tonight. He was automatically werewolf. Everyone else, we were texting his daughter, we were texting our friends, um, we were texting our, our fine, fine Movies, Fine Spirits co-host. Everyone else chose Vampire except that dumb asshole. But I did mention to him, and it's true, that I've always been fascinated with werewolves. I had a werewolf mask as a kid that I would use for, for movies or for, for Halloween. And earlier than that, when Michael Jackson's Thriller came out, I could watch the zombie stuff left and right. But that werewolf transformation at the beginning, no chance. I I would um, leave the room until that was done. Then, okay, I can come in and watch the dancing zombies. All right, that's it. Geek Mentality on Twitter and Instagram. Fans Not Experts on Facebook. 
fansnotexperts.com slash movie month. You can find everything we do at this website, fansnotexperts.com. Go there now. Go tell your uncle about fansnotexperts.com and tell your uncle to tell his friend Jimmy about fansnotexperts.com. Until tomorrow, my friend, this is day 13, and here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Cause I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. That's not experts.